0: it's sunday april the 10th it's eight o'clock p.m here in chicago it's still winter it's 40 degrees this is show number 28 and this is transmit let's get it going here we go show number 28 this is the show transmits i am gummo your host and uh this is show number 28 as i said in the beginning of the show uh wanted to welcome you back it's been a whole seven days since uh we've been back on uh and uh here we are show number 28 uh usually i don't know Usually, we uh, get started off with the news, and uh, guess what? That's exactly what we're going to do again this evening. Uh, Wanted to welcome everybody. Wanted to welcome a few new cities to the uh, show, and uh, also wanted to welcome a few new listeners uh, and followers to us here on the uh, show as well. Uh, What is this? This is uh, Transmit. This is basically life from a hacker's perspective. Who is the hacker? Well, it's me. Uh, my name is Gumbo. I'm a former black hat, and uh, basically, what I do now is uh, I try to break things, and I uh, do it for a living. And so that's what I do, and that's who I am, and this is what this is all about. Uh, you know, basically, on the show, what what I do is I just kind of, uh, kind of, really uh, just talk about the latest things uh, that really, I don't know. You know, I re- sometimes I'll get a little geeky and talk about command lines and shells and all all, all of that, but you know, you can really search for those, uh, those items. You know, I just kind of like to bring a little, uh, humor, little, uh, insight into, uh, what's going on in the hacker world, or at least from what I see in the hacker world. And, uh, so that's what, that's what I'm doing here. And, uh, so far, uh, so far I've been enjoying it. Uh, it's been a learning process. I've been learning a lot along the way. Uh, got a lot of, uh, great people that support me in the uh, whole endeavor here uh you know and again we uh <laughs> we have a few guests in the studio this evening i wanted to welcome them as well uh got crash behind the board what's up crash uh coming to you live from chicago in the Aon building a thousand feet up if you look out the window you'll see people Actually, it's raining at 40 degrees, kind of chilly here. Usually, I start the uh, show off with the weather here. Guess what? It's still the same as last week, so if you want to know how it is, just listen to last week's show. No, just kidding. Uh, It's it's 40 degrees. Winter is still here in Chicago, so if you plan on visiting, don't. (laughs) It's cold. How's that? Uh, Let's get started uh, because we have a few things to cover this evening. Uh, you know, as usual, there's a lot of things in the news. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about right away, uh, a, a lot of reports are coming in that uh, it's becoming cheaper and easier to buy hacking tools online, to buy or rent hacking tools online. Uh, basically, uh, intelligence analysts found that business businesses are booming in the underground markets for uh, hackers or people offering hacker wares, uh, all around, uh, and you can buy everything from malware to viruses and other software intended to disrupt computer users. Uh, reports are coming in, uh, basically that it's becoming much cheaper and continues to offer a low barrier to entry for cyber criminals looking to steal information, uh, It's not like the old days, I guess. I don't know. Uh, You know, where it took a little bit of skill and a little bit of... uh, uh, It took some skill and a lot of reading and a lot of persistence and diligence. But now, uh, what what seems to be the coming of age of cybercrime is that uh, all you really need to do is uh, just uh, search a little bit. And you can find uh, people willing to compromise Gmail accounts, Yahoo accounts, and everything else for about $100 U.S. Uh, it, reports continue to stream in that you, know, you, can, <laughs> you can even uh, buy your way into a corporate um, network. I don't know. That's kind of weird. A lot of uh, a lot of reports also coming in that uh, not only can you buy your way into some of these networks and some of these accounts, that you can also uh, basically just uh, buy the tools themselves for you know mere pittance and head off in that direction without really any understanding of what you're doing. Now, that sets a dangerous precedence because, as you can see, more and more people are falling to the ways of the uh, judicial system uh, when they use these particular tools because, uh, you know, uh, nowadays versus yesterdays, uh, people really just don't want to take the time to learn anything, and so if that's if that's the road that you choose to travel down, well, then you you most certainly may pay the consequence for those uh, decisions. Uh, while it's never good to compromise uh, another computer system or attack anyone else, understanding how these uh, particular uh, pieces of software and routines work. That that you know that I kind of agree with you know uh, I I think it's fundamental if you are into in the security research field uh, or if you are tasked with protecting an infrastructure of some sorts I believe that uh, in that those instances that uh, that it it benefits you but uh, the growing number of Cyber criminals offering these type of tools are increasing. That's according to the Wall Street Journal. And it goes on to say and other sources go on to say uh, that Dell SecureWorks has published its annual underground hacker markets report. Is that really a report? Dell says the information was gathered by two intelligence analysts from the company's CISO Intel team, who tracked hackers on a number of underground hacker forums and marketplaces scattered across the globe. The report seems to focus on markets in the Russian underground as well as English-based markets and covers the third quarter of 2015 through the first quarter of 2016, whatever they gauge a quarter as. Uh, the report re- goes on to reveal that hackers currently charge uh, roughly $120 or so to hack into popular U.S.-based email accounts such as Gmail, Hotmail, Yahoo, and etc. Uh, Ukrainian email accounts will cost roughly the same and hacking an IP address of a computer user will cost you about 100 bucks. Naturally, social websites are also on the price list. <laughs> <laughs> to break into someone's social account like Facebook, Twitter, blah, blah, blah. All you need to do is pay 100 bucks, and boom. Uh, the report goes on to identify that uh, you can also obtain uh, a, a brand new, whole new identity complete with a counterfeit driver's license, passport, etc. All you really need is uh you know 150 bucks 250 dollars and you have a whole new identity uh it and and, you know it's this this isn't nothing new this has been going on for years it just the availability is uh becoming more and more available to people looking to sell their wares the report goes on to say that a remote access trojan AKA a rat ranges from anywhere from $5 to $10 and fun, fun little pieces of software such as cryptors and such range anywhere from $50 to $500. AEK kits cost anywhere between a 100 and 150 bucks. And uh, of course you can get a tutorial for as low as $20. Uh, the scarier portion comes in, uh, it seems that, uh, bank accounts also, uh, can be compromised for a, uh, fee of, you know, 50 bucks. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, so, some of these, uh, some of these people offering these services are, are true cyber criminals. Because a true hacker is not going to uh, do that. I know, I know, I've been down that road. Uh, Be careful if you decide to use these particular pieces of software. I certainly do not advise ever, ever using stuff like this. Uh, And it, it really does not benefit you in the long run. You may or may not get away with uh, an instance or two of of using stuff like this, but in the long run, it will not be a good outcome. So that's what's going on. That's what you can buy lately. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. There's, there's a lot. There's this. As I said, this has always been. Ever since I, I was a teenager, you could buy wares. But what I suggest is that you certainly learn rather than just go and buy wares and, and, and go out there and recklessly uh, infect and damage networks and other people's computers. Because while you may think that you've tar- you may be targeting one person, you could actually be targeting another person and cause substantial harm. And that's not cool. Not to be outdone, Does anybody use Flash anymore? You remember Flash? Flash Player is probably one of the uh, many applications that people don't know that they have installed on their computer. It's a uh, runtime that runs inside of your browser or, or standalone. And it allows you to view multimedia rich internet stuff from the web such as video audio etc reports say that adobe flash player will totally be dead within the next one or two years well they said that one or two years ago Uh, flash used to be called splash uh, and it was really a cool it back then in the late 90s It was kind of cool because uh, up until that point, the only motion that you really had on the web was a a GIF image. But with the revelation of the uh, iPhone in 2007 and the condemnation from the late Steve Jobs, uh, HTML5 has won that battle and for righteous sake because you know flash really has never been that secure it has always been a resource intensive runtime and uh, it runs very poorly on mobile devices you can use flash on a mobile device why I don't know I actually used to develop uh, websites Years and years ago. Oh my goodness! What is it? 2016. I'm dating myself here, but uh, I'd say about 14 years ago, uh, I, I jumped all into the Flash bandwagon. It was actually fun uh, learning ActionScript. You could do some pretty amazing things with Flash back then. You still can now, but HTML5 uh, can offer up the same experience in a much more secure way. Anyhow, Adobe Flash Player uh, is highly insecure. Uh, The most recent vulnerability (laughs) which seems to come out twice a week was affecting Flash Players that run on uh, the Windows operating system Linux, Macintosh, and Chrome OS. Trend Micro, one of the companies who have who seems to always find issues with flash said that the vulnerabil- vulnerability was spreading the locky ransomware and of course ransomware is a type of malicious software that uh, will hold a victim's computer hostage after it encrypts every file what do I, <laughs> what can i recommend to get rid of flash why do you need flash there's no need for Flash. You know, also with Flash, uh, the possibilities are almost certain that you will infect your operating system with some, to- some type, sort, of bad wear. Just delete it. Remove it. And on some operating systems, it's actually rather tricky to remove it, so make sure that you're reading the proper documentation for your operating system to get rid of flash. You really do not need flash. I love flash, but I miss it. I'm not playing taps yet, but I definitely don't have it on any of my devices anymore. You know, last week, I I couldn't stop laughing at a uh, product that uh, the people in uh, Australia (laughs) still kind of cracks me up a little bit. Last week, I spoke about a Domino's and Domino's invented a robot called (laughs) here I go laughing again. Last uh, last week, I reported that Domino's invented a, a robot called the DRU. The Domino's Robotic Unit, I suppose that's what it stands for. Anyhow, it's a, robo- <laughs> it's a robotic unit that delivers your pizza. Well, uh, not sh- not soon after that uh, the show aired, uh, it was it was actually reported uh, that an IT security consultant um, discovered uh, an, IT, an IT security consultant, who goes by the name of Paul Price, uh, described how he was able to manipulate a few lines of code on the Domino's website and get a pizza delivered for free. Uh, Price discovered that uh, there was something odd about the app's application program interface, A.K.A. API, that left the door wide open for someone with basic coding knowledge to trick the system into thinking a payment had been made. Uh, okay, so it wasn't the website; it was an, it was the app. The Domino's app itself was processing payments client-side via a payment gateway, he wrote. Uh, While this isn't inherently bad, if it had been correctly implemented with the appropriate server-side checks, it's just bad practice. Usually payments would be processed server-side so that the process is hidden and out of the hands of meddling users. After tweaking the code to make it look like he had paid for his pizza, Price then proceeded to call the store to confirm the order. However, when the pizza arrived... Price decided that he, uh, didn't want to get a free pizza, and he did the right thing, uh, he arrived, after the pizza arrived, he told the delivery driver that, uh, there must have been a mistake, he never entered in any payment details and wanted to pay with cash, um, Price went on to pay for the, his uh, pies with cash, and now has a clean conscience, which is great. You know, that's that way to go, man. Uh, he also he also added a note at the end of the post saying that uh, the fast food retailer has since resolved the issue, and that payments are still being processed client side, but they now have the proper server side checks in place. Uh, in a statement to Motherboard, Rod Brooks, Domino's head of IT, said uh, they take security extremely seriously and discovered the issue last year during one of their frequent reviews. They were pleased to say it was resolved very quickly. Quickly, While the glitch may have been rectified, no one will ever know how many hackers stuffed their faces with free pizzas because of the flaw. Uh, and that's what you do. That's what a security researcher does. You know... Really, you, you know, so what's the jig? You get a free pizza. But uh, Mr. Price did the right thing. Uh, more news coming in from all around, I guess. I don't even know where to begin. Did oh, I've already begun. Uh, More reports are coming in from, uh, let's see, a man in Oklahoma City is risking 10 years in prison after harassing a security researcher that helped law enforcement catch and send a a fellow member of his old hacking crew to jail. Oh, wow. This is, I don't know if I even want to discuss that. I'm, I'm not going to even discuss that. It's just, I don't know uh some of my own research actually uncovered a security flaw here in chicago let me let me let me talk about this here in chicago we have many forms of mass transit we have um the cta which involves the buses the l's uh and then we have uh the, the the trains the uh trains that run out to the suburbs uh and those are called Metra trains. And we actually spoke about uh Metra a few shows ago. If you go to the archives, you you will see where uh we spoke about uh um, Metra and um let me let me give you a little breakdown on Metra. Ba- basically, as I said, the, the, it, it's a mass transit system uh and you get on the train And it's it's kind of like what you think When you ride uh, a, a traditional train You get on the train with a ticket uh, The conductor comes along With uh, with a little hole punch And punches your ticket And uh, you continue on your journey That was the case Actually uh, Metro was really behind For a number of years Until the um chairman threw himself in front of a train about four or five years ago no kidding either uh the it was basically it was it was almost a, it was almost a cash based uh it was really a cash based system that when when i came to chicago uh metro did not even accept credit cards which i which is what i found uh i found interesting i was like wow you know this you know, big city like Chicago and uh mass transit system like Metra does not accept credit cards. The only way to uh, pay for your tickets then were um, with cash or a personal check. And so slowly over the years, over the past four or five years since uh, the former uh, executive director of Metra threw himself under a train uh the whole metro system with an annual budget of over one billion dollars has been playing catch up with technology it's been good to see that it 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 really has uh it used to be that you would have to stand in line a long line to purchase a ticket to ride the train uh, and so, uh, over the pa- you know, over the past few years, Metro has been slowly improving the, uh, infrastructure and payment systems into to which they, uh, riders are more, uh, let or, or rather less inconvenience. And, um, it's been nice, you know, uh, they started taking credit cards about what, two, three years ago. And, uh, last... November Metro launched uh, a mobile app where you are able to um, download the app and purchase a e-ticket through the app and uh, ride ride with your e-ticket. Uh, and so that's been very convenient. I have not you know, I myself uh, would do the there were before I continue on, there were several options. You could actually send a check in the mail to Metro and then they would mail you a monthly pass. and uh, you would get that in the mail. Or you could, as I said, you could stand in line once a month uh, and purchase a monthly pass or a 10 ride pass or a one-way ticket, depending on your destination. Metro has, oh goodness, they have, I don't know how many lines they have. One, two, three, four, five. Six. I think they have like seven or eight lines and they, they all terminate in uh, in Chicago, either at Union Station or Ogilvy Station. <laughs> Just so you know, Ogilvy Station is the better station. It's nice. Oh, and there's another station, uh, Millennium Station, which is under the uh, Aeon Building. (laughs) It's downstairs. Oh, and there's one more over off of, um, what is that? Van Buren. There's a metro station over there as well that runs out to the um, southwest suburbs. All the way down to Moline, I believe. Or Moline, or however you pronounce it nevertheless Metro has launched their latest and greatest app app and uh, if you've been following me on Twitter you uh, you you'll see that uh, we've discussed it previously in a show and uh, again good old Murph Murphy's law the next week uh, a, a teenager was actually apprehended on uh, a Metro line using a fake app. He wasn't even using a fake app. He video, <laughs> he, he screen recorded a legitimate uh, Metro app and was uh, therefore caught, prosecuted. So that got, that you know, uh, and rolling back a little bit, that got me to thinking about uh, our discussion a few shows ago about the Metro app, you know, and and I use it. I I love it. It's very convenient. I have not had to stand in line for a Metro ticket since last November. Now, if you follow me on Twitter, you will know that today, actually, I uh, notified Metro that I found a huge, huge flaw in their app. And I got a canned reply. Hey, you know, thanks for contacting us, email us, blah, blah, blah. And and I just, you know, listen, I'm not emailing them. You know, they, it was a canned reply. They want me to uh, fill out a form on their website. And who's that go to? That's why I'm not filling out the email form. Hopefully someone at Metra is actually serious about the security of their app and will get in touch with me so I can disclose it. For now, I do not wish to disclose it uh, because I, I I would really like to get in touch with someone uh, w- at Metra to actually show them the uh, proof of concept. Basically, what I've uncovered is that you can hop on a metro train, fire a uh, fire up the app, and pretty much ride for you, you know you could ride for a dollar per trip. Now some 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 trips are as expensive as fifteen dollars one way. So you can imagine uh, the the criminal cost savings if that were uh, something that you choose to do. I, I I certainly choose not to do that. I pay my full fare. Um, it's and it's it's one of those um, flaws. That are so obvious uh, I showed uh, I showed the flaw today I demonstrated it To a uh, few uh, friends of mine And colleagues And they were, they were Slightly stunned While they promised not to uh, Adhere to the uh, proof of concept On their journeys using Metro I certainly, certainly encouraged them Not to uh, Do it and they've promised me that they won't. But it's a serious flaw, and it's something that can be fixed quite easily. But uh, again, I'm not uh, I'm not going to their website to send uh, a serious flaw like this out. Where's it go? It, you know, an email form, really. So, if someone out there from Metro is actually listening to the show, or if you've read my tweet. Please, uh, just DM, DM me. You can call me. We can chat about it. Hell, I'll even come down and show it to you. Uh, I copied the Chicago Tribune because as in in the past, when uh, hackers uh, execute a proof of concept, usually they get in trouble, so uh, I definitely don't want to get in trouble for executing a proof of concept. But it's there, it's certainly there, and uh, hopefully someone from Metro will get in touch with me and uh, let me show them what's going on with that. I couldn't believe it either, you know. I I, I, w- I really wasn't even thinking about it, you know. I I, I when I ride the Metro train, I. Uh, just sort of put my music on and uh, zone out, space out. But I don't know. Last uh, last Friday, I was on a metro train, of course, and I opened up the app and uh, you know started poking around a little bit. And I, I was actually quite shocked at the simplicity of the uh, the workaround. It takes absolutely, in, in this workaround, it takes absolutely zero technical ability. <laughs> mm. It's one of those uh, vulnerabilities that uh, designers or developers miss. You know, it's what one of those, uh, you can't see the forest because of the trees kind of deals. Yeah, that's what it is. A lot of weird things, a lot of weird things. Um, I don't know, you know, the 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 past few episodes I've been speaking of gadgets. Most of the, fee- some of them, not most, but uh, some of the feedback that I got from my listeners was that they like the uh, gadgets that I speak about, so... I don't know. Maybe I'll talk about a few gadgets here in a few minutes. I don't know. You know, when you when you build an app, are you know are you are you testing it well? Are are I mean, who's testing your app? Is it out there in the real world, or do you just have you know a chosen few people testing it out? I mean, have you really? hired you know like or consulted with you know someone like a hacker perhaps to bang on your application to see what what what's going on with it obviously Domino's missed that metro missed that and a quick look through uh, any app store There's actually a lot of apps that uh, have vulnerabilities in them. Plenty, actually. All it takes is a little persistence and and a lot of common sense, and you will, it will jump right out at you. I don't know, strange, huh? You know, one of the things that uh, that I mentioned to a friend of mine when I came to Chicago years ago, and this co- little company is still around, a uh, little company called Drobo. Have you heard of Drobo? D-R-O-B-O. Drobo's are really cool. Uh, I have saved a lot. <laughs> I've saved a lot of companies a lot of money by ordering them Drobos, (laughs) dropping some drives in them and attaching them to the network, and boom. Great little devices. What is a Drobo? It's a network-attached storage device. It's basically a little cube. Uh, It has slots for uh, hard drives, hot, swappable hard drives. Uh, set in a raid, uh, I believe the raid zero. Drobo's are really bad. I mean, bad meaning cool, bad, you know, cool. You get it. Love Drobo. Drobo Drobo.com. Check them out. Check that out. Uh, as I said, I, uh, (laughs) I interacted with a, uh, it director years ago, oh my goodness, what is it, 2016, eight years ago, and he had, uh, (laughs) you know, Dell Racks, IBM Blades, all all of of that old crap, and I'm like, hey man, why don't you put a Drobo on your network, or why don't you order a couple Drobos and drop them on your network and back everything up to the Drobos and air gap them and blah blah blah, you know, He was kind of arrogant back then. Uh, he's like, "Yeah, whatever," and you know, I had forgotten the conversation that I had with him, but I, I did mention how cool Drobo's were, and at the time I couldn't really afford one, but uh, or the one that I wanted rather, and so I was like, "Hey, you know, check them out, blah," and uh, so. Yeah, I had forgotten about the conversation him and I had and uh, several months later he comes up to me he's like <laughs> he's like man you're not going to believe this man I've ordered a couple of drobos and come check this out and he took me to the server room <laughs> had about uh, six drobos all connected to the uh, network like this one's this one is the sequel backup database this one is the uh customer database this is blah 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 and this is that and i can't believe how cool these are and all this i've got a control panel and i'm like yeah man that's what i told you (laughs) and i wasn't trying to act like i was you know mr all that voice of god or anything i was just like you know imagine that you actually took someone's advice Drobos are really cool. They're super easy to set up. They are uh, actually super cool, super easy, and uh, super secure. If you air gap your Drobo, you're in the mix. Check it out, drobo.com. I don't want to sound like I'm plugging them. But, I, but we don't have advertisers here, so I can plug anything I want, right? We're not gonna have advertisers either. Just got, uh, just paid the server bill. <laughs> Damn near melted a credit card. But that's, that's, that's our intentions. We don't want ads floating around the site. We don't want ads floating in on the show. Uh, that's just not what we want. And that's not what we're going to have. Reading from the Drobo website. Here I go. I keep going with Drobo. A world-class Drobo support offers powerful protection for all... What a... No, wait a minute. What am I talking about here? That's their support jargon crap. Uh, let's see. Drobo doesn't just protect you from a drive failure, but also from a potential data loss after a power outage. In every Drobo, they include a battery backup that protects all data in memory or cache. When power spontaneously goes away, Drobo moves any in-flight data to onboard flash in your Drobo so it will be protected and moved to your disk drives once power is restored. This ensures your important information is safe and sound. Even better, your battery recharges itself for the life of the Drobo. Uh, Quoting, And I'm quoting the website. Once you experience how easy it is to use a Drobo, you'll know that there's nothing that compares. Drobo takes upgradeability to the next level. Not only can you upgrade capacity with no downtime by adding new drives or replacing smaller drives with larger ones, and I've done that. You can seamlessly upgrade to a new Drobo by simply removing the disk pack from your current system and moving it to a new Drobo. Upgrading not only gives you an instant performance boost, but also delivers all of the other benefits of a new turbo. And that's true. (laughs) Uh, In 2012, I was was having some... I don't know, I'm getting a little personal here. But in 2012, I was having a few personal challenges. And so I was doing some... I I was like doing some very small consulting and so i was helping a startup here in the chicago area and they were having all kinds of issues and uh they, they were just at a loss the, you know the the owner you know it was a small startup as i said and the owner was uh beside himself You know, he's like i've got to spend you know hundreds of thousands of dollars on this and that and the other and i'm like hey man all you need is a laptop and, a, and uh, two Drobo's. Uh, ordered the Drobo's, ordered a laptop, set the do- laptop up as a domain controller, connected the dro- Drobo's to the laptop and then to the network, and then like magic, with four terabyte drives in each. Uh, let's see, he had, I believe those were six bay drives, six bay, six bay Drobo's with four terabytes uh, drives in each bay. And so he went from a small startup to a small startup, big time. With two Drobos and a laptop. Check it out, check out a Drobo. If you haven't heard of them, you probably have. But if you haven't, check it out, drobo.com. Really some cool stuff. Here we go with more gadgets. Do you like gadgets? I love gadgets. And what other gadget is cool to have than a spy cam? (laughs) Do you agree? I agree. I love spy stuff. When I I was a kid, man, oh my god, I love spy stuff. It was so cool. I would always, uh, we had a uh, place in Florida uh, called a spy shop. and I'd spend my weekends in there. Dreaming about buying something cool. Phone scramblers and stuff to that effect. Uh, in my never-ending never, uh, never ending quest to find the cool spy stuff, I uh, ran across a few cool things over the weekend. If you go to spyguysecurity.com, I'm not going to spell that, really, I'm not. You'll see a cool little gadget. It's called the USB Flash Drive Spy Camera, uh, and it's on sale for $59.99. And basically, what this is 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 it is a working flash drive with a hidden camera. It records video at 720 by 480, and of course, with sound. It's motion activated, has two hours of battery life, rechargeable of course, easy to use, only three buttons, plays video on any computer. Uh, They go on to say that uh, this hidden camera is built inside a regular USB flash drive, making it a great choice to have if you need to monitor your computer or office. See what's happening on your computer when you go out to lunch. Set this, set this little thing down on your desk, press the power button and you're good to go. The camera inside is motion activated, meaning it only records video when someone moves around the room. There's also a microphone inside to hear any sound taking place during the recording. If you are using the camera on the go, you can add it to your key ring and simply hold it in your hand. You also have the option of taking a two megapixel picture instead of video. Both pictures and video can be date-time stamped, so you know exactly when and where the event took place. When you're done, just plug it in to a computer and watch the footage. (laughs) It seems to be a a cheaply-made little gadget, so just know that. But it's still a great idea, and I don't know. Check it out, spyguysecurity.com. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, And again, you know, uh, the the news just keeps coming and coming and coming about all of the things that you can buy online to be an instant hacker or criminal, (laughs) however you want to look at it. One of the devices that I found quite interesting was called the Roll Jam. And the Roll Jam takes advantage of a flaw in keyless cars with keyless car entry systems. I believe uh, the gentleman who invented this was at DEF CON a few years ago. But basically when you hit a button to unlock your car, the roll jam will, or basically when you hit a button to unlock your car, the key fob sends a unique access code to the car, but instead the roll jam will intercept the access code. And when the device is placed in or near the car, it intercepts and stores the code originally sent by the owner. And then the owner will just keep, you know, of course, hitting the unlock button, thus transmitting a new code. The driver, of course, will finally gain access to the, his or her car, but uh, the Roll Jam at that point has stored a legitimate access transmission code and it can be used as a later date. To make entry to a car you've got all kinds of crazy stuff out there i mean it, it's it's not that surprising but some of these things you can purchase on amazon such as such as the tp link tl wn722n wireless n150 high gain usb adapter oh that was a mouthful Costs $13.44. What does this do? Features 150 megabits wireless transmission rate. Provides two methods of operation, infrastructure and ad hoc. Oh. And quick secure setup. Complies with WPS for worry-free wireless security. Blah, blah, blah. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, 4 decibel gain, omnidirectional antenna, detachable supports, Windows XP, Vista 7, 8, 8.1, blah, blah, blah. You get it, Linux. So, what would you use this for? Think about that. All for the amazing price of what? $13.44. <laughs> Usually, You'll use a Wi-Fi adapter like this to um, monitor, inspect, inject Wi-Fi networks and to compromise them. Strip away keys, data, whatever. And so those, those sort of interesting gadgets are out there. Nevertheless, uh, there are many things that you can purchase off the web or the internet that will allow you to become an instant uh, Lex Luthor, if that's what you so choose to be. But as I said at the top of the uh, hour, listen, folks, you got to be careful when you're playing around with this stuff. Make sure that you're checking with the laws in your local area. Make sure that you're not breaking any laws. You're not... you. Yeah. You will totally regret it if you if you get caught using stuff like that in, in a nefarious way. It's but you know, listen, you know, it's cool to learn. It's cool to understand how these things work. Why don't you do the cool thing if you if you go down that road and buy a gadget like that and tear it apart? See how it works. See what makes it tick. See how to improve it. Make it better, faster, stronger. That's what a real hacker does. A real hacker is not going to order some shit like that online and go attack some website or network or break into a Gmail account. There's no need for that. If you don't have the skills to get to what you want, then you should learn. I, I can remember making Wi-Fi antennas with Pringle cans. Anybody remember the Pringle can antenna? <laughs> I was uh, also uh, interested in uh, reverse engineering the uh, Roku. Of course, if you've been listening to the show and of course, if you may or may not know me, you know that I purchased the Roku last year when I was ill. Been tearing uh, <laughs> been tearing it apart. Uh, I have since had to purchase two new Rokus to replace the two that I've uh, well I destroyed one and the second one that I've taken apart I almost have the uh, schema mapped out. Which is quite interesting. Basi- basically they're just little Linux computers. a little bit of firmware in there. Uh, interesting devices. Uh, from from so far from what I've done, uh, I've JTAGged the main uh, the main math coprocessor, and I've been able to emulate it using a uh, old Galaxy Note 2 smartphone. That's what a real hacker does. You learn. You seek, you you know, you you go out there and you try to make things better. Improve something. Naturally, our curiosity gets the best of us sometimes. And we want to just run out there and show everybody what we've uncovered or discovered or created. Of course, you have to be careful in those uh, regards, manners. Because if you're too quick to pull the trigger, it may just backfire, right? Be careful. I can't stress that enough. Okay. As I always say before I close this show, you know how to get a hold of me. If you don't, you can get a hold of me by going to twitter.com forward slash gummo, G-U-M-M-O-X-X-X. You can also try to email me if you... Why do I say try to email me? Because we have a triple X domain name. That's why. And a lot of email systems and domains do not even, uh, uh, that th- will not send emails to a, a .xxx domain. But you can try. I believe Gmail works. No, no, Gmail does not work. Or Yahoo may work. I don't know. Try it. It's gummo at hackers.xxx. That's how you can email me. I do read my email. Hopefully you read your email. Do you still read email? I don't email. It seems so slow nowadays. With IM. Ugh. And voicemail. Does anyone even listen to voicemail? Uh, Listen, folks, I certainly appreciate you listening, tuning into the show. Uh, That kind of wraps up the hour. I know it's been a fun hour. It's already coming to a close. Uh, I've got a vacation coming up. Uh, And I will be back here next week for show number 29. I wish I was doing show 30. I would have just felt a little bit more humbled going to vacation with 30 shows under my belt. But... That's life. I guess I shouldn't have missed so many shows in February. Uh, but, uh, yeah, reach out to me if you feel like it or want to just, uh, if you have anything to say. Uh, I do read I do read everything that you say. I do take your feedback seriously. Uh, and I, I certainly, certainly appreciate you tuning, tuning into the show. You know, I... I... I could go on and on, and I don't know, Uh, but I'm not, not tonight. As I said, it's it's still winter outside, and I still have to get on a metro train. (laughs) I promise to pay a full fare. Uh, Hopefully, you're finding some wind, some sun, and a cool, nice drink by the beach. I know a few, few of you have. I certainly plan on heading in that direction in the next twelve days. Hopefully, things are working out for you well, and life is treating you well. And remember, remember all of this, all of this stuff that we talk about. Remember, check your local laws. Make sure that you're not breaking the law. If you're not breaking the law, then dude, you're doing good. Might actually get somewhere, right? Uh, I can't really uh, inject my opinion because I'm not supposed to, nor do I wish to. But I uh, really do not advise you purchasing malware from the internet. It's kind of lame. It really is. Anyhow, thanks to Apple and Stone. Thanks, thanks to Crash on the board. Thanks to Ice. Thanks to brother. Thanks. Thanks, Tommy. Thanks. Thanks, Rachel. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks I yeah, Get your name right, Deidre. Thanks to everyone. Uh, and th- that's that. That This is show number, what is this, 29? 28, 29, 29, whatever. We'll be back next week for another show. I'm losing count. I really appreciate you listening uh check out apple and stone appleandstone.com these two guys are amazing artists they're behind the music of the show what else oh oh we did get the we did get the cellular watch in from china and so we will uh we will review that next week before i take off for vacation uh what else is that it is that all we got that is all we've got okay folks uh it's kind of a yeah whatever it's one of those days one of those kind of shows but thank you again for tuning in we will be back next week we'll we'll do we'll do the review on the watch or at least i'll try we'll cover the we'll cover less news and more techie goggle goggle. uh and uh until then please take care of yourself get out there get some sun on your face blah 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 you know you know the routine after twenty nine, twenty eight shows you know, you know what I'm going to say. Uh, and again, thank you to everyone, uh, and, and their efforts into, uh, putting the show together. I really, really do appreciate it. Especially you crash, dude. Thank you. Dude, you're a whiz, man. You're, you're truly a wizard uh, until next week, folks. Thank you for tuning in. This is gummo. This is hackers and we'll see you next week. Take it easy.